Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Besides helping us to make shows like this possible, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts like Tep and Step, access to all 61 years of the magazine in our digital archives, recruiting analysis, and must-see insight from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, we hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe that's texasfootball.com slash subscribe and thanks for listening the texas football today podcast is brought to you by chocolate milk built by nature you can watch texas football today live weekdays at noon at texasfootball.com and on facebook and if you like the show subscribe to the podcast vendor of your choice give us a positive rating and tell a friend yes yes y'all from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas. It is Texas Football Today, a program on the internet. My name is Greg Tupper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or it's the on classic, Facebook, sure. you know, you're listening to us on the podcast, right, I mean, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Or you're watching us on YouTube or Twitch. i got to get better at saying that. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dork. She's preparing her body for um, for a, a, a challenge in the upcoming months. She's the Duchess of the Dork. She's Ashley Pickle. Calling me. I'm sorry. Did we not turn off our cell phones today? It's not my cell phone. Yeah, it's your laptop, like I said. See, oh, I need to go back and have, I said, I've got receipts on this. Last time you were, like, chewing me out for my phone making one ding, and I was like, happened. oh, it it's in the recording of This Week in Recruiting. <laughs> Today is Wednesday, February 24th, 2021, 274 days till Thanksgiving, episode 1,114. 1,114, I believe this is the Claudel Washington episode. It is. Claudel Washington. Two seasons with the Rangers in 1977-1978. Wow. We only go to 1,162 on names. Oh, God. So we're a little bit up against it. So we got 50 more. On today's show, my friends. Big recruiting episode. Curtain. Back half of the show. Big time guest. Big guest. Like I mean literally this, big. I mean this both in terms of like <laughs> stature and also in terms of uh uh hey, nice get for us. Yep. Bryce Foster. The, the mountain. Katie Taylor offensive lineman and Texas A and M signee, a member of the Maroon Goons, which is a elite unit nickname. I mean mwah. It is good. Uh he will join us at the back half of the show. Had a great conversation with Bryce about all things uh Football, all things shot put, all things possible. AM. <laughs> Great conversation with Bryce Foster coming up here. Uh, we will kick it all off, though, with this weekend recruiting with Greg Powers. With our mountain. With our mountain. <laughs> coming up here in just a little bit. Uh, do we first four through the door? We sure do. It was Ed McElroy, Aaron Flynn, Daniel Agnew, and Rob Hadaway. Welcome in, fellas. Yes. And coming up after this weekend recruiting, stay tuned, we will be announcing the Sprouts. 
uh, Team Mom of the Year Award. Yeah, um, big doings. Uh, big doings here on Texas Football Today, so stay with us. Earlier today, caught up with Greg Powers, the next level athlete, as we always do, to talk all things recruiting, a huge week of recruiting across the state of Texas. Here's This Week in Recruiting with Greg Powers, the next level athlete here on Texas Football Today. I'm Greg Tepper. That's Greg Powers. And this is This Week in Cruton. It's This Week in Recruiting with Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at GPowerScout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at Next Level D1. See his fine work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. And this, of course, is brought to you by our good chicken friends at Chicken Express. Chicken Express. It's chicken in the express lane. No. That's not a no. that's not a real no. tag. I'm sorry to Chicken Express. <laughs> <laughs> They're about to like ask for their money back. Yeah. You're gonna <laughs> ruin this sponsorship I'm for gonna, us. I know. <laughs> it's delicious chicken and chicken strips. It yeah, actually Tenders. Well, I think chicken the, tenders. Like, sometimes the best like tagline is just to describe what they serve. It's like <laughs> if you like good chicken and good biscuits and rolls and like Okay, this is why you. The this is why we're slices, not in marketing. <laughs> then, then go to Chicken Express and eat their food. Neither of you should be in marketing. This so is real we, bad. This, this is great, though, because we actually had Chicken Express in the offices two days ago. We catered in a lunch for everybody from Chicken Express. And Man. one thing. Why don't we get that around here? One thing that I didn't really appreciate as much as I think that I should have. Actually, two things that I really liked. And you talked about these pickle before. The corn nuggets, I never really no. had tried. Mm. I never really had tried them. Underrated. So we had the corn nuggets, and they were excellent. And the mini poppers. I mean, if you're a poppers fan, little yeah. jalapeno poppers are pretty good too. Okay. Yeah. All we get is everyone else going to lunch, and Tepper and I be I doing this show. <laughs> so we never get lunch. Mm. Well, that's what you guys get for booking a show during lunch. Yeah, Greg. Greg. <laughs> it's this week in recruiting with Greg Powers, the next level athlete. Uh, got a lot to get to here on as far as news and notes across the recruiting landscape. We are going to start with our prospect on the rise. Our prospect on the rise uh, to Southern Denton County we go to Flower Mound High School to talk about their 2022 quarterback, Nick Evers. Uh, looks the part, 6'3", 190 pounds. Uh, February is my wife's favorite month. Oh. It might be turning into Nick Evers' favorite month. It has to be. Because he had a... <laughs> Huge month of February. It's technically not over yet. He could he could add some lists, but here are the offers he added this year. Okay, <clears throat> or this month rather: Houston, Cincinnati, UTSA, Tulsa, Florida, Penn State, North Texas, Virginia Tech, FIU, Minnesota, Louisville, Vanderbilt, and Iowa. So he adds thirteen <laughs> offers in the month of February so far. He already had a few offers before that. Uh, yeah, Nick Evers uh, having a pretty good, uh, pretty good month. I think by my count, he's up to 17 FBS level offers. He has a few more offers than that, so maybe over the 20 offer plateau total. Mm -hmm. But man, February was really kind to Nick Evers, and justifiably so. I mean, he put up pretty good statistics. 202 of 299 is a pretty good completion percentage. I didn't do the math on that, but I know it's high. Um, 2,591 yards and 25 touchdowns. Uh, he, he has the look of a gunslinger type of quarterback, makes plays on the move, um, throws from different arm angles, works the middle of the field pretty well. And uh, as he gets stronger and develops in the weight room, you'll start to see his arm strength also pick up. And I think that's what these colleges see in, in him is a high ceiling for potential at the position. Um, 2021 
was the strongest year of the quarterback in recruiting history in Texas, mm-hmm. um, without a doubt. I mean, I think – I don't remember what the final number was, but it was over, well over 30 FBS signal callers that signed. And this year's not as deep, and Evers is in that top grouping of guys, and that's why you're starting to see him uh, explode with scholarship offers. And he really just kind of got his chance to get on the scene last year. It was his first year playing uh, leading – that varsity team so um you know he's starting to now he has the tape for colleges to evaluate and he's been looking pretty good in some of the off-season showcases and seven on sevens he passes the eyeball test and it has the tape to back it up let me just do that math for you uh 202 of 299 passing is uh 67 and a half percent pretty good that is uh pretty not solid there shabby. for nick evers there uh at well, he's in a pretty tough district too yeah that yeah. too it's not getting any any off weeks there uh, let's go to our commit of the week. We mentioned this on Monday in headlines, uh, but we are talking about our commit of the week going to Frisco, staying in the DFW Metroplex, but we're going east a little bit, to Frisco. Talk about 2022 wide receiver Evan Stewart from Frisco Liberty, who has pulled the trigger. He is heading to Texas, had offers from all over the place, including A&M, Georgia, LSU, Oklahoma, Alabama, etc. Um, this is a dynamic athlete, I think it's fair to say, that, uh, that the Texas Longhorns are getting in Evan Stewart. And they are on fire mm-hmm. in recruiting right now. I mean, Texas and Texas A&M both are hot on the recruiting uh, trail right now, and I think it's pretty cool because I like to see these two do battle for not only the top recruits in the state of Texas, but which school is going to have the top class this year. The commitment of Evan Stewart pushed Texas into the top five nationally on uh, the 247 Sports Composite Recruiting Rankings. rankings. Um, and is a perfect compliment. They've got Armani Winfield, who is that mm-hmm. long. You know, Armani Winfield's listed at six one, but he plays like he's six three, six four because he's so long and lean and has such a great catch radius. And Evan Stewart is that burner at six foot, five uh, eleven, six foot in that one hundred seventy, one hundred seventy five pound range, who has um, he's hell on wheels. I guess is the best mm-hmm. way to explain it. Um, Super fast, very athletic, uh, and really, Frisco Liberty had a great season this year, uh, pushing into the playoffs and you know having a strong run. And they've had some good talent on that team, but Evan Stewart's like the the cream of the crop in the city of Frisco. So he's the, the, maybe the best player in one of the deepest cities for talent. Yeah, um, and he's going to get natural comparisons, I think, to Marvin Mims. You know, because he's the guy who. Um, you know, he's Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year and everybody, you know, na- national record holder at wide receiver. And that's just a name that everybody there knows. And Evan Stewart kind of resembles him on the field in a lot of ways because of his speed and size. Um, so I think that he'll draw some comparisons to that and it's justifiable, which yeah, he, says all you needed. Yeah, most certainly. No wonder he's a, he's a DCT, a four-star at Texas football. And a cheat code for our listeners specifically here. Mm-hmm. We haven't officially released the DCTF top 50 of all the four stars, but if you're listening to this show, if you go to <laughs> texasfootball.com slash recruiting, you can see that top 50 right now. Wow. There could Pending changes, we'll release it at the beginning of next week officially, but if you wanted a sneak peek, you could go ahead and slide over there and see it. I need it. like a bump that's like Powers cheat code. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's, why we, uh, that's, why, that's why you listen to the show. It's to have uh, little insights like that, little nuggets like that. We're talking with Greg Powers and 
Next Level Athlete here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation, hashtag TF Today. Let's move on to our underclassman of the week. Our underclassman of the week, we're going to the Houston area, to 2023 Langham Creek wide receiver Jaquez Petaway. Uh, the wide receiver there in the Cypher ISD uh, picked up big-time offers this week uh, all over the place, including Big 12, Baylor in Texas, including uh, Big 10, uh, oh, I'm sorry, Oklahoma in that mix as well, Big 10, Penn State, uh, as well as the Pac-12 at the USC. He also got an offer from Marshall. He already had offers from places like Arkansas, Oklahoma State, Houston, etc. cetera. Uh, this was a guy who went for over 1,000 yards as a, as a, uh, as a uh, as, let's see, that would be as a sophomore. Uh, this is a guy in Jaquay's Petaway down there in the Houston area that I know uh, you have pretty high praise for. Yeah, definitely. He's been on the radar for quite some time. I think, I mean, I would like to pull the magazine out to double verify, but I'm almost certain that he was a top 25 freshman back in the 2019 mm-hmm. edition of DCTF Rising. So he's a guy that's been on the radar for a while now down there, and now he's starting to make not only – uh, strides on the football field where you saw his stats of going up for over a thousand yards being the district newcomer of the year uh, but you're starting to see now the offers come in to resemble what his talent is on the field and he's one of these guys that you know 5'11 um, 165 170 pounds probably who shouldn't maybe be pigeonholed necessarily into the offensive side of the ball because he's got the skill set to maybe flip over and play defense. He's listed as a wide receiver, put up monster numbers there. So I don't want to unfairly say, oh, well, this guy should be – I'm not saying that. He's a great offensive player, and his offers and notice is coming in on that side of the ball, it appears. But he has the skills and talent uh, to play anywhere he wants. And I think that's why colleges are are hot on him right now. And he's only going to get better. We talked about Evan Stewart – you know, committing to Texas, this is the same type of guy. You know, the, very similar on the field, makes guys miss in the open field and has a lot of the skill sets that you're looking for at, at the wide receiver position. But I still, I mean, gosh, I mean, guys like him with that mm-hmm. with that frame, they make a lot of money on defense in the NFL. So let's keep our eye on that too. Yeah, most certainly. A guy named Jaquay's Petaway down there at Langham Creek. Keep an eye on him. Finally, let's round it out with our recruit of the week. Our recruit of the week stay in the Houston area. Going to go to Galena Park North Shore, uh, a program that has uh, they have talent there. No stranger to putting out FBS <laughs> recruits. <laughs> Who would have thought? Uh, and uh, the the guy that everybody's got their eye on this year is Denver Harris. Their 2022, their uh, junior, soon to be senior defensive back, a true corner there. Uh, he has uh, offers from all over the place. He has narrowed it down to five: Texas, I'm sorry, to four: Texas, A&M. Alabama and LSU are the four remaining standing there uh, for Denver Harris. Um, it's fair to say he's the number four. He was, uh, he's, he's in our top 50. He's in the top uh, 50. He's, uh, uh, is it fair to say he's in the top 10? He's in the top 10. Okay. Uh, Denver Harris Nuggets. is a guy who is uh, uh, pretty electrifying and a guy that everybody wants to get their hands on. Well, I think everybody right now has him rated as a five-star. He checks in as our number four prospect, and you can see that top 10 right now uh, at texasfootball.com slash recruiting. We released that top official top 10 list. He was number four on it, and that means he's slated right now to be a five-star. Mm-hmm. We've only named two five-star prospects so far. That's the, the number one player right now in the class is South Lake Carroll quarterback Quinn Ewers, and number two right behind him is Summer Creek offensive tackle Kelvin Banks. Those are the first two guys to pick up five-star status, um, but I don't think Denver Harris is going to be too much further behind them for being named that. I think he's probably a lock. He draws a lot of comparisons to guys like uh, – 
you know, former top prospects in, in Texas like Jeffrey Akuda, mm-hmm. Tony Brown. Uh, he's, he's very much in that mold. And we see here, again, Texas and Texas A&M. It seems like every top prospect that's releasing these lists have a common denominator on them, and it's one of those two schools and many times both of them. And Denver Harris is one of those guys who has everybody playing the guessing game because Alabama is definitely going to be a factor for a North Shore top player. I mean, they've been signing players from North Shore here most recently. Damian George, the big offensive tackle, had committed there um, in this last cycle. Sorry, two cycles ago. And then um, they just have a, a, a foothold there. Mm-hmm. Um, but North Shore sends guys everywhere. He can play anywhere he wants. He had all the offers across really the entire country, Denver Harris did. And now he's concentrating on the two elite in-state schools, as most people mm-hmm. see them most years, at least the two most elite recruiting schools sure. in Texas, Alabama and LSU, so the last two national champions. So it's a pretty good list for Denver yeah. Harris. And, and to be honest, this is a guy who has everybody guessing. There aren't a lot of strong takes out there right now on where he will wind up. I never discount Alabama when it comes to a top-rated defensive back if they're in the top list because Nick Saban takes such special care uh that's the position that he Mm -hmm. he specializes in so I always factor that into my consideration when thinking about where a top rated defensive back will go um but certainly Texas and Texas A&M have a lot of momentum right now especially in state it's going to be very interesting to watch the recruitment of Denver Harris there at Galena Park North Shore it's always interesting to talk with Greg Powers this is my favorite Hartley. part of the show. Always, I always when wait I, to see. <laughs> how, how do I how do I spin it into a, into a compliment for you? Uh, of course, uh, follow him on Twitter at G Power Scout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at Next Level T One. See his fine work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting and uh, Powers. We'll do this again next week, right, Pickle? Yes. Okay, Pickle says we'll do it again next week. So let's do it again next week. See y'all then. There he is, Greg Powers, uh, our recruiting analyst from Next Level Athlete, joins us every Wednesday for this week in recruiting. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe for a lot of good football stuff all the year round. Fact including like magazines and, and online stuff. If you like that kind of stuff, then texasfootball.com <laughs> is your place. Pickle, uh, we have teamed up. Dave Campbell's Texas Football has teamed up with our friends at Sprouts Farmers Market to help honor some of the uh, unsung heroes uh, in, in Texas high school football and Texas high school athletics. The team moms. Oh yeah, team moms who put in so much hard work uh, on behalf of their team uh, to uh, to get them what they need. Uh, of course, there are fantastic team moms all across the state. Uh, we have teamed up to honor some of them, including uh, for the Team Mom of the Year award. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, it's presented by our friends at Sprouts Farmers Market. Uh, we put up voting on TexasFootball.com. Uh, and uh, I believe it went for a little bit over a week, right? Yes. One for, for Team Mom Appreciation Award, uh, of course. And, uh, and and throughout the season, Sprouts Farmers Market uh, recognized moms that go above and beyond to support their teams. Uh, and of course, we were at games all across the state this year. But there can only be one. Uh, we had a variety of f- fantastic team moms. We left voting up on TexasFootball.com to uh, identify the team mom of the year. Received. 
uh, more than 65,000 votes I'm seeing now over two weeks, over the last two weeks uh, for the 20 finalists. There can only be one. The winner, the 2020 Team Mom of the Year Award presented by our friend at Sprouts Farmer's Market, Latasha Esters from Cedar Hill High School. Turn them horns loose. Uh, Latasha will receive a $1,000 gift card. Compliments of Sprouts Farmers Market. Congratulations uh, to Latasha Esters of Cedar Hill, uh, our 2020 Sprouts Farmers Market Team of the Mom or Team Mom of the Year Award. Team of the Mom. Team of the Mom. Team Mom of the Year Award winner. Very well deserved. Thank you for all you do for your team and your local community. For more information, visit TexasFootball.com. And I got to say, too, real fast that if anyone missed any of our, uh, obviously, every single team mom got their own presentation so mm -hmm. it was really cool to get to talk to them throughout the year if you missed any of those and want to go back and watch them they are on our youtube page um but yeah it's it's cool the yes. backbones of of the football team most certainly uh one might say that they are the mountain of their football team what a segue and with that we had a great opportunity to chat uh, with one of the finest prospects in the state of Texas, if not the entire nation. Uh, Katie Taylor, offensive lineman Bryce Foster, joins us uh, to talk a little bit about Texas A&M, his signing there, uh, what he hopes to accomplish there, how he's improving, and of course, shot putting. And the most important question, where are those maroon goons eating? Here's our conversation <laughs> with the mountain, Bryce Foster from Katie Taylor here on Texas Football Today. We're trying to spend the offseason booking some big-name guests, and uh, I don't know if we get any bigger than the Texas A&M signee, the Katie Taylor offensive tackle. We're joined by the Mountain, Bryce Foster. Bryce, how are you, man? Doing good, man. How are you? I'm doing excellent. Appreciate your time. Uh, I guess, you know, the first question that, that probably everybody wants to hear is, is about your, your, your commitment to Texas A&M, your signing uh, with Texas A&M. Uh, you had offers from, uh, I think, literally everybody. Uh, you ch you choose the Aggies. Uh, wh why was A and M the right fit for you? Uh, I think Coach Fisher is really putting uh, Texas A and M. They're, they're, he's really pushing them in the right direction. And then their track and uh, field team is just almost unmatched. You know, they get you know with all with all this COVID stuff going on, there was a lot of worries about like you, you heard about Clemson, right? Their track and field like shut down, right? So I, I was thinking about that process as well. And you know, A and M looked like the most firm. Uh, in my opinion, but I'm really excited to, you know, help keep pushing, you know, A&M to become the, hopefully one of the best schools in the world, right? <laughs> but um, also the education, you know, uh, the Aggie connections after the fact, after football, after track, after all that's over, you know, you can't really lean on football forever. Uh, you know, you mentioned the track and field thing. I think, you know, people may not know this. You know, they know you as a great offensive tackle. They're from, uh, you know, a great offensive lineman there from, from Katie Taylor. Uh, they may not know that you're also one of the, 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 the finest track athletes in, in the country and, uh, you know, especially on the shot put. And I'm interested in, in, in how you got into the shot put and, and how you knew that, that that was something you wanted to do long term. Yeah. So when I was younger, um, I wanted to play seven on seven in Montgomery, right? Because that's where I lived before Katie. And they said that it was for like all the skill positions and linemen were allowed to be in it. So I was like, well, this is this is kind of whack. So I'm like, you know what? Okay, I want to find something else to do. I was, I've, I've always been active. And we, me and my parents we went online and we were looking around for something to play and or just something to do, right? And we saw this sport where you basically get this metal ball and throw it as far as you can. And you have to be like strong, explosive, quick. And we were like, 
you know what? That sounds like a pretty good sport to go into for me. You know, I was strong. I was big. I was explosive. So I'm like, you know what? Why not? Let's go try it. And then just kind of stuck. Uh, first of all, let me just say this. And I think you and I will both agree. They should have let you play seven and seven. I agree. You know, I, I'm pretty quick. I'm pretty quick. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I got to be honest. If anybody tried to guard you man to man, I feel like I feel like you're probably going to have an advantage. You know, it's, uh, you, know, it's you know, the speed. Yeah, whatever. There are probably guys out there faster, but. I'm telling you, just you're always open above your head. That's just that, Bro, that's yeah. me. I'm a big body, just like a center in basketball. <laughs> All right, I want to ask you a little bit about your recruiting process, especially during you know you mentioned COVID. Um, you know, this has been a strange year uh, for everybody, and and you you know your recruiting started you know way earlier than than before the pandemic. But but I'm interested in, in how the recruiting process changed for you uh, over over kind of the last stretch, whenever you, you know the the dead period and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm used to that spring when everything got canceled. You know, I was used to going to spring practices constantly and going to spring games and kind of visiting, you know, especially with during that last stretch. You know, I'm really trying to focus hard and understand, you know, what places would be the best for me, right? So, I mean, I had that top five that I had. Um, and I was really going to – the big decider was going to be based on those official visits that I was going to have. And as soon as those got canceled, I was sitting there at home and I'm like, man, I don't, I don't know what, how I'm going to put these schools apart now, you know? And uh, I talked to a lot of the coaches at the different schools and we had like uh, virtual tours, virtual talks, Zoom meetings. And it was a lot of electronic online stuff because that's, that's really all we could do. So it was, it was definitely a big difference. Um, and I was really hoping for those official visits just to be kind of like the vibe of the team. Um, I think that was also one of the biggest contributors to where I was going to go. You know, I know, I already know a whole bunch of the Texas A&M guys, you know, two of them are, were from my high school and I played with two of them. So I, th I think that's like a really big thing for me too. That's, that's really interesting. Cause I know everything kind of changed for, for everybody with, with regards to the pandemic. Um, you know, I want to go back to, to talking a little bit about, about your, your high school career there at, at Katie Taylor, obviously, uh, you know, you guys uh, made history in your, your junior year with that run to the state semifinals and then another strong year in, the, you know, in your, your senior year. I'm interested, you know, from your perspective, when you think back on, on, your, on your high school career, what do you think is going to be your, your, your biggest memory? Um, I think it would have to be round two of my junior year of that mm -hmm. historic run. Because, I mean, I, all throughout, I've, I've been kind of like a co-athlete, ATH, I guess what you would put in football terms, right? Where, you know, you play multiple positions throughout the year, right? I was kind of, I was playing left guard, right guard. I played some right tackle this year. I played some defensive line. I, I deep snapped for a few games my junior year. Like, I was doing, I was doing quite a bit. Um, but I think the biggest thing was, you know, we go into that round two game. And um, I think it was like Tuesday or Wednesday. We played on Friday. So it was like Tuesday or Wednesday, uh, my coach, coach Sharp, my old offensive line coach walks up to me. He was like, man, have you ever played center before? I was like, no, I've, I've never snapped in a game ever. I've rarely snapped the ball. And he's like, well, you're going to play it this week. So I had, I had like two days of practicing snaps to go from that to a full game of playing center against a guy who was like really strong and really big, right? And like he was a head up nose. So I think that was – and we ended up winning because we never got past that second round and I don't know how long. Uh, so that was – that's probably my biggest, like, moment. And at the end, there's, like, a the film the film that we had, the last play, you can see, like, how excited I got after that – after we won. I was, like – I was going crazy. That's awesome. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm – you know, I think that 
you've been on, on a lot of people's recruiting radar for, for a long time. So you were in, you know, eighth grade and stuff like that. But, but I know that, you know, and I think, you know, coaches know that you've been working and getting better and things like that. Uh, this senior year, you know, over the course of last year, what do you think you've, you've improved on the most? What have you been work focusing on as far as getting better? Uh, I think a big thing that I like improved on was my effort um, at the towards like the beginning of my senior year. Uh, when I was watching the film, I was looking at myself and I'm like, man, I can, I can put so much more effort into these games, into these practices. So once I finally realized that switch, you know, every day at practice, it was literally to the echo of the whistle until the coaches had to yell at me to stop blocking and stuff like that, just so I could get that in my head. So I didn't have that timer because a lot of linemen have that 1,001, 1,002, and stop blocking because the play should be gone. Like I wanted to get that timer out of my head and I got it out of my head about the second half of the year. That's that, that's really interesting to uh, you know to hear about about you know you getting better and and, and that kind of uh, that effort uh, in it. So I want to ask you about your nickname. Uh, you're known as the Mountain. Uh, you're a large fella. I'm gonna be honest. You know you're 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 a big you're a big guy. Uh, I can I can kind of see how the how the nickname came around, but but is there a story to to how this nickname came about? Uh, not really. I mean. We, I went to a camp. It was the Rivals Five Star Challenge. That's the camp mm-hmm. I ended up going to, and uh, that was when Game of Thrones was get kind of big, right? That's when all like the the new season was coming out. So everyone was watching it all the time, and we, I went to the Rivals camp, and we had, we had the Big Man Challenge, and I ended up winning it my sophomore year against everybody, against guys like Brian Bressy, who's like a crazy good player for Clemson now. Mm-hmm. Um, I I ended up winning, and so everyone was like, you know, you kind of resemble the mountain. You know, he's, I'm like, I'm not fat, but like, I'm big and burly and stuff like that. So I was like, okay. And I, I, at first, I was kind of iffy on the nickname. And I was like, eh, I'm not a big fan of it. And then it, it just kind of grew on me after that. All right. So, so finally, I know one of the goals you guys are talking about, you guys want to turn A&M into offensive lineman U, OLU. You know, there's too many DBUs in that. We need the big fellas to, to start something. <laughs> you know what I mean? But so I know you're, you're real tight with a lot of those guys, you know, Matthew Wyckoff and, and, and Reuben Fothery, Remington Strickland, the, the maroon goons, they call you. OK, the maroon goons. But let's just say you're going out to dinner with the maroon goons and you get to call it. All right. You get to say where we're going. Where are the maroon goons on the advice on the council of the mountain? Where are you eating? Ooh, so that's a. That's a really big question. I mean, obviously it depends where you go, right? Where you're going to go eat, right? But I think if we're in College Station, right, I'm a big fan of the Dixie Chicken. I love the Dixie Chicken. I love that place. But if we can go anywhere in Houston, it's this place called Fogo de Chow. I mm-hmm. went there like my sophomore year for my birthday, and oh, my gosh, the amount of food that you can eat and how good it is. It's a little, exp- it's a little on the expensive side, but, but, hey, it's so worth it. It's worth it. Okay, you got to keep an eye out for for the mountain and and the maroon goons. He's, he's <laughs> Bryce Foster. He's the Katie Taylor offensive lineman signing for the Texas A&M Aggies. Bryce, really appreciate your time. Congratulations again on an outstanding high school career. Can't wait to see what you do in College Station. Thank you. There he is, the mountain. Um, uh, from Katie Taylor, Bryce Foster joins us. Uh, talked with him. So it was Monday. I had more hair then. But he, um, <laughs> no, great, great guy, obviously, great kid, mm-hmm. and um, understandable why Aggies are so excited about him. And as I mentioned off the top, Maroon Goons is—it's ten out of ten. That's such, a, such a good name. <laughs> That's such great. a good name, an elite unit name. 
Uh, excited to see what he does, um, uh, not only for the Aggies uh, on the football field, but also what he does pursuing uh, his dream of going to the, the Olympics. Um, I think he's targeted 2024 is when it's supposed to be in Paris. You all right? The sign just killed. Go ahead and let's go to ca uh, camera one. The sign just collapsed behind Pitbull. I'm doing great over here, guys. Don't worry about me. <laughs> anyway, uh, appreciate Bryce Foster, the mountain, being our guest uh, here on Texas Football Today. I'm going to let you get a, take a moment. Are you good? I have no final thoughts other than... Me and this sign are going to fight. We need, to, we, need to, we need to come up with another solution. Yeah. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks to Greg Powers, our next level athlete, and to Katie Taylor. And I guess we can probably say A&M, although he's technically still at Taylor. He's still a senior. Anyway, Katie Taylor, offensive lineman, slash the Texas A&M signee. <laughs> Uh, Bryce Foster for being our guest. Sprashley Pickle uh, shooken. Ashley Pickle. <laughs> I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please get your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow. Big guest Thursday on Texas Football Today.